Hey, mama. Hmm? What's an allegory? An allegory is a story with a subliminal meaning that has a political message based off the writer's moral. from the ice cream truck? Of course, baby. What's going on, little man? What can I get for you? Now, for as long as I can remember, the ice cream truck been playing this same song. I bet you don't even know the origin of it, do you? Do you, Mr. Ice Cream Man? Lady, what the hell are you Allow talking about? Allow me to enlighten you, Mr. Ice Cream Man. A white man named Harry C. Brown made a racist-ass song called Nigga Love a Watermelon. That was in 1916 on Columbia Records. And here you are, a hundred years later, coming through your neighborhood, playing the same fucking song. Way to go, Mr. Ice Cream Man. Wait a minute. Hold up. Ain't you never Titty 69 from Tender? What's up, everybody? What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to our humble podcast, it's the Griots. I'm Francois. I say it in our, the way we say it's the Griot, and <laughs> I'm Elon, and uh, yeah, episode five, we live. We live, baby, live in the flesh, and uh, before we get into the today's today's topic, um, how are you, how are you, man? How are you, King? How are you doing? Yeah, pretty good, bro, pretty good, uh, considering we having a... How can I say? Pretty good week. Nice week. Hmm, did you do anything in particular? Uh, yeah, I had uh, my tooth removed on Tuesday. My wisdom tooth removed wow. on Tuesday. Yeah. That's brutal. I'm um, still, uh, my just here a little swollen, still hurts. And uh, to, I don't know, to congratulate myself to, you know, make myself feel better. I took a trip to Tahoe, South Lake Tahoe and Reno. Oh, yesterday. that's dope. That's clean. Yeah, impromptu, impromptu just decided with, uh, you know, a friend of mine, and we just decided and we, we left. I like right that. Away. Spontaneous shit. Yep, yep. So I went there just to do some jet skiing and some sightseeing. Still, still social like distancing. Still. Yeah. Still. Why social distancing? Of course. Of course, gotta, of course. You got to say that. Second yeah. wave is real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the second wave is here. Long predicted, but it's here. Yeah. And uh yeah, it's it was to be expected, I would say. It's uh yeah the price it's the price that we have to pay for the protest, right? Yeah, the uh, protest, the, the lab, Labor Day Memorial Day turn up. Yeah, the protests that were very, very needed by the way, but Juneteenth. Yeah, that's the price. And I even I even pay. see that Texas um is reverting back to stage two, uh, because of yeah. the spike increasing like Yes, even another county in California is going to do the same thing where they go back to lockdown because of the spike in the few days. But yeah, that's the reality of the world we live in now. And uh, despite everything, I still see people outside and which, by which I want to say, uh, you still got to live. Like this thing, obviously it's here to stay. It's been a few months, right? You can stay inside forever. And we know that it's not airborne, so that's one thing that is working on our favor. And of course, so, if you lost somebody, you know we're not trying to clown that or, or disrespect. Uh, that. Hell no, that's not that's not that's not yeah. that's not the the point here. Of course, and I must say that like if you lost somebody or you witness it firsthand or anything like that, you might become paranoid, right? It can cause some paranoia because you just become way too careful because you don't want to see that you 
Yeah, and uh, you might forget to leave. That's why I'm saying this. Like, don't forget to leave. You got to be safe, be socially distant. If you want to wear gloves and uh, a mask and everything you need, wherever you go, just do it. But don't forget to, to leave. Like, this thing is here to stay. So until they find a cure, we we, 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 we out here. So you just got to... Yeah, you got to adapt. Yeah, you get out there because... Take care of your mental health. It's really important. Staying inside is not good for your, your mental health. It's not good for your health, period. Yep. Um, I, had, I, had, I had a good week, you know. Um, yeah. I didn't do anything Sorry in particular. Your week. Uh, what have I done this week, man? Nothing in particular, you know. Just, Just a regular, regular, yeah. Just a regular, regular, you know, nine to five, working. Working. Um, Trying to take time. I have my uh, wedding anniversary coming up next week. Hey, um, that's what's up. Yeah. We think of taking at a least, little trip too. At, at, at least you got your queen that like a guy that works the nine to five. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's out here. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At least I'm not out here. <laughs> she, 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 like, she likes her, man that, her hardworking man that works the nine to five. Yeah. Even though I'm on my entrepreneur thing too. but Of course. She, she understands. She understands the hard working grind of the nine to five. that. Entrepreneur don't just come out of the sky. You still got to have a base, hey. right? You still got to <laughs> pay bills. You still got to take care of responsibilities. So all those girls that are out there dreaming about entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs don't just, you know, some of us don't live out of our mom's houses. So yep, that, that start capital got to come business. from somewhere. And unless exactly. you're dope. The fund, right? So oh. that honest nine to five is what's gonna get us where we wanna be. Hey, shout out to all the nine to five niggas. All right, yep, yep. All right, so let's get into it, right? The first topic of the day. Uh that boy, that boy Sean King, the my man Sean King. The lightest activist, you know. One of the guys I love so much for the power he's put behind this movement and everything he's done for this Black Lives Matter movement and the black people in general. This man is a king. Yeah, like his name. Give you guys some context. Um with the sweep of uh with with Black Lives Matter and everything has been happening around activism and African American culture. Um a lot of the symbolism from Confederacy in the South are being taken down. And um, a lot of those statues, imagery, you know, that flag that people consider as hateful is being removed. And About time. That boy Sean King took it upon himself <laughs> to, to call out white Jesus, as he called it, <laughs> as the and new form of white supremacy. And uh, Christianity. Not so new, though. Old, old form, or like a very... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like a long, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's one that's been around for for, for a while. Time. It's still around. I, I, I can't, I can't even do this, man. You, you want to read this? I'm, I'm I read, I read, I read it. Get I read, I read the tweet. So this is Sean King, right? <laughs> yes, I think the statues of the white European, the claim is Jesus should also come down. They are a form of white supremacy. Always have been. In the Bible, when the family of Jesus wanted to hide and blend in, guess where they went? Egypt. In quotes, uh, this is my part. Egypt is in Africa, for those people who don't know that. And, uh, okay. Egypt, not Denmark. Turn them down. That was uh, Sean King. So, yes, Sean King is basically saying the statues 
of the white European people claim is Jesus should come down. How, what do you think about that? What do you think as, about that? As, as I have to profess, you know, maybe I'm biased. I have to profess I, I was born and raised Catholic. Um, so, as you know, yeah, as, yes, as a kid in Africa, I did grow up in a house where the imagery of Jesus that we're looking at had white European traits. Um, mm-hmm. However, I think it was always just a representation. You know, even Jesus said, you should not um, worship idols. You know, we're not worshiping. That's why, unlike the Muslim religion, we're not mad when people represent Jesus or you make him white or whatever, because we're not worshiping the idol. It's just a representation yes, of Jesus. Yeah. I think yeah. this is coming from, you know, like an extremely, extreme, very extreme point of view. Um, okay. I don't think I don't think that warrants, you know, taking all this image down because there's, think about it. If you want to take it down, you're going to take down uh, Michelangelo art. Like the, 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 the some some of the greatest art in history, the Italian Renaissance and all that. Yes, I I I think you have to kind of you know there's a slippery slope if you start taking. Okay. So I I see what you mean, and just before I start giving my point of view, I'm going to say this: I was raised Catholic too, just like you, <laughs> with a mother that still believes so much in Jesus Christ, and oh, I yeah. too. I was raised Catholic, Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ. But there's two parts that I can use to argue this, right? Let me go first. You said, you said it's just a representation mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. It's not what we worship. I cannot disagree with that. That is so true. We're not supposed to worship the image of our God or whatever. Yeah, it's like the Jesus but, have abs. Okay. The representation is what matters. Yeah, exactly. Right? If you read the Bible and you follow the course of history, Jesus was most likely black or dark-skinned. Mm-hmm. Right? Jesus was most likely black or dark-skinned. The fact that throughout history, he's been represented as white is a form of white supremacy. Why? Because he has made us think that the white is what we should look up to. Right? You mean, you mean like unconsciously? Yeah, subconsciously or whatever. Like, even yeah. in your face, it's right there. Like, imagine if in the Bible or, like, the representations of Jesus were actually black. Mm. Right? How powerful that would be. Yeah. So, today... Because it, think about f- it, you cannot enslave somebody if you portray the black person as God, you know? That's right? Exactly. That's why he's God. being portrayed as white, because white is right, right? While we all know anybody with any sort of common okay, sense, okay, okay, I see your argument. Mm. Anybody with any sort of common sense knows that Jesus was likely dark skinned. It's not just the fact that he's white; it's the fact that he's white with like blue green eyes, you know, or nice brown eyes and like yeah, long the whole hair. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, the whole thing. You feel me? So like his name is Scott. <laughs> yeah, like not even Scott. Like oh, so. When you talk talking about that, one of my friends just uh, sent me a name last time when we were having that conversation. Yeah. I don't know if you know uh, a guy named Cesare Borgia. Ooh, I heard that name. Is he like a Cesare Borgia? So he was a son of a pope, and I was just briefly reading through the stuff right now. I didn't even get to finish, but he was a son of a pope, and he's believed to be what the image of our current Jesus, the Western Jesus, is based on. Ooh, that is super crazy. That is super Right? Crazy. And when I first Googled his name, the image, the first image that came out when you Googled just his name, is literally what Jesus looks like in, like, most of the books and movies. 
right? So I was like, it's, uh, yeah. So I was like, what the hell, bro? <laughs> I think we found our COVID art. <laughs> you, you feel me? So I was like, what, what Cesare bought here, right? So he, 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 he kind of he kind of ticks a little bit, like bro. First of all, anybody with any kind of common sense knows that Jesus would have been black. Now we, they they portrayed him as white, just so the white person can be on top, just so white can be looked up to. Like we look up to Jesus; he's the savior. Guess who's our savior? The the savior is the white man, and that's how they brought it. When you talk about Africa, where we grew up, that's how they brought it to up to us. When the missionaries came to Africa, the missionaries were white. They were yeah. Spanish. And they brought us an image of Jesus that looked like them. And it was their God. That was the better God. And their Savior looked just like them. So we had to look up to them. And since then, we've been for running after the, the, the white race. We've been trying to be like them. That's how we are in Africa. We want to drive the cars they drive. We want yeah. to have the buildings they have. We want to have the same clothes, have the same lifestyle, or like the same drink the same things we've been forever since we were introduced to that we've been running after and don't get me wrong i'm a christian i believe in god i believe in jesus christ i just don't believe that he looks white yeah I feel and like yes i believe that those statues those are form of white mutually exclusive yep like it is a form of white supremacy because you're forcing on us an image that is not true like, it's not just an image. It's an image that is not true. It's most likely, it's not even the closest representation to what Jesus would have been like. Yeah. And even if it's a representation, now what we're worshiping is what we look up to. Like, I've never watched a Jesus movie where Jesus was actually, like, dark, skinned. Growing up, all the Jesus yeah, movie like movies. historically accurate. <laughs> yeah, all his movies. Yeah, at least try to be historically accurate. The Bible, yeah, and like, for some reason, the Bible doesn't because, because I do want to emphasize that, um, you know, I had the, the, the immense blessing to visit Israel and the Holy Land and those places, Jerusalem. Oh, yeah, I forgot and that, yeah. Jesus actually was a historical character. Like, somewhere yeah, he did exist. He existed. He walked the path and visited the, the, the places he visited. Nazareth, yeah. he was born. So, yeah. It did exist. I know movies are going to be, you know, that historically accurate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you want to be at least close to accuracy. Because, like Sean King said, when they, in the Bible, when Jesus and his family were trying to hide from uh, whatever the king was back then, uh, Heros or whatever, and uh, uh, they, they ran to Egypt, which is in Africa. They didn't go to, they didn't go to uh, Denmark. They didn't go to Europe where they would blend in. To blend in, they went to a place where people looked more like them, dark-skinned people. So stop forcing on us this false image of Jesus Christ. It is not him. That is not his image. Right? And all those white characters that you try to portray to us as Jesus, that's a form of white supremacy. That's what this man is saying. And people try to, the media try to portray him as, oh, he wants Jesus to go down. No, he wants the image of white Jesus to go mm, down. Assassination of character. We're going to get yeah. into that, Booba. But before right. that, I want to do say, um, that also brings me to something very deep that makes me almost question Christianity as a whole, knowing that that was a religion that was brought... Um, to Africa, to, to enslave us. Yeah, you know, I do, you know, believe in God, like I said, but I think um, I struggle with that. Like, that, And like, I told that, you last time too, that's something that tears me a lot. It tears me a lot because I cannot tell, like, okay... 
Jesus is real. That's the fact. And the religion I was raised with it. So it's hard to just turn my back to it and whatever. I want to know the truth. I want to yeah. believe in God. But the reality At the is, same you know, time, it's the, the result that of that religion. Yeah, the result of that religion was being introduced to us was slavery, was everything being taken from Africans. And ever since then, Africans being the last one, black people being the last on the planet. That was the result of uh, the, Bible, uh, the Bible and the missionaries introducing us the Bible on the African continent. That was that result. That's how they enslaved us. That's how they, 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 they were able to, to get slaves from Africa. That's how they were able to beat us, take our lands, colonize us. That's it, because they, they, they made us believe, they made us turn our backs to our own cultures, our own beliefs, the things that made us powerful, the things that made us so, uh, you know, so, so, so wealthy and all that. The, those things, we turn our back to it because we, we, they showed us that, oh, they have a God that is better, is the savior, and, uh, you know, and has think, accomplished yeah, and I think miracles. Yeah, and, and ever I, since then, we've been running after them. We've yep, been and behind. I, and I think that's the whole thing that's happening with the whole like Bubba Wallace thing. Uh, for those who don't know, he's a he's a mixed. He's like a mixed NASCAR driver. So one of the only black people yeah. you know, represented in the sports. He found a noose um, in his garage. Before he found the noose, though, he was the one. He wore a Black Lives Matter shirt to race. Oh, okay, yeah. Contact. He also tied his car also tied with like Black Lives Matter messages and stuff like that. So. He was actually like, uh, yeah. you know, he, he spoke out yeah. about in a, the, in, a, in a league where there is actually uh, uh, people that fly the the conflict flags at or, the races, or, or a, a team that that withdrew from the league because they removed the conflict flag if they weren't able to use that. We, I mean, we're not gonna say their name because they they weren't even that good, but it, they they actually refused to keep racing because they couldn't. Use well, good readers. <laughs> Good right, so, they don't deserve to even race there if that's the case and that's how you know jail. political movements are, are often taken down by assassinating um yeah those characters, characters. and that's what the, and yeah well, right after right after the news came out they said uh nascar said they let they launched an investigation and i guess a day later fbi came out and said that there was evidence supporting the fact that it wasn't a loose and that it was a false alarm and they literally try to, you know, assassinate this man's character, try to play him as a juicy smollett. Yeah, right? and, and just to be real, we're not saying that, you know, the investigation wasn't warranted or that it's not it's not real. We're just saying there's just a little bit too much emphasis in terms of the coverage into Yeah, you know, and not just too much and, emphasis. Uh, it was like and, and it was the headline a quick investigation, bro. And it was a quick investigation and the way like they came up with it, like and then I guess a day later or two days later, I guess the pictures of the noose have been released now by NASCAR. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, and it looks like a noose. You it's will like, not convince like, me what that part, is not a noose. Let me tell you, you have an experience in working in, you know, a high-tech, you know, modern car garage. And this is not the type of news that you guys use for anything. So. Yeah, to pull, to pull down a car garage, bro. You will not convince me that was not a noose. That she was too well tied. It's not the kind of noose like you just make like a nut. That she was really well tied. Like somebody could really use that to commit suicide. You want. Yeah, like you could use that to hang no somebody. In the garage, of course it's going to stick out. You know? So please, the way the media tried to portray it, like, you know, he was actually crying wolf when, you know, there was nothing and stuff like that. Like, 
stop it. That assassination of character, they try to derail our movement. Every time they see that we try to get traction, they try to pick people to defame, to defame them so that uh, the movement will lose its trust. And it's been done throughout history. Same thing was done to people like Malcolm X and, and uh, Martin Luther King, Huey P. Newton, and all those people. Right. Fred Hampton, FBI, the government, everyone tried to, to, to you know, to, to, to uh, how you call it, to badmouth them, talk shit about them, make them look like bad people, like these are gangsters. Like throughout history, and, 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 and you know, you also have to understand that every human is flawed. You know, you yeah, human, but it's not just human, that. Like, if you, if you were, bro, if you were just somebody that didn't do his research and you just heard about the Black Panthers just from the media, they were gangsters. They were people that were out to get you. They were robbers. They were bad people, right? Yeah, that's what they were. But the Black Panthers were actually a group of people that was they, they, they sought to educate, yeah, right? They wanted to educate black people. They were they were feeding. Uh, kids, they were trying to start, they were starting uh, meal programs for people that were homeless. That's what they were about. Organizing mm. the black community. That's what they were about. Yeah, you know yeah. See, uh, increasing gun awareness because they realized that. Yeah, they, increasing gun awareness. Policing, they, wanted to, they wanted to police their own communities. Exactly. And, yeah. Which is exactly what we're still asking yeah. for today. Economic empowerment. Yeah, there was some real, there was some real, there was some real. And, activism in the, in the, in the real and they turn those guys' world. movement down by, by making them look like, you know, coming up with shit, random stuff, like traffic cars that end bad, stuff like that. Picturing them, like, in a really bad way. So people, like, you can't really fully get behind them because you're like, ah, that U.P. Newton, he it's talks well, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Malcolm X, oh, he's a great speaker and I, I get what he's saying, but he's just his methods like they, that's what they want you to think because they portray those people like that and that's the same thing yeah. they wanted to and, do and to and sometimes it's very unconscious just because they perceive those messages as dangerous but you know they don't realize that but, and that is the that is the why actually that is the white supremacy conscious that yeah. is perceiving that message as, as dangerous because you're scared of losing your, actually, your yeah. white power Right? If you see a message that says the image of why Jesus needs to come down and you feel threatened by that message, you're a white supremacist. Because guess what? That image of why Jesus is not real. That's not the real image of Jesus. And just the fact that you don't want to lose that image says a lot about you. Why wouldn't you want to lose an inaccurate image of somebody that, you know, I don't know how a huge percentage of the world looks up to? If the image is inaccurate, if you don't feel like you need to lose that image or you, you feel even a certain way about getting rid of those statues and images, then you're scared of losing your white power. That's what it is. You're scared of people looking, at, looking up to the white person. You're scared of the black person being the good person for once. That's what you're scared of. So let, let's, let's be honest. Like, you know me, bro. I'm never going to have a filter. I'm going to say it the way it is. I'm going to call these conscious people out. Like, bro, Thanks. I'm conscious, conscious. I'm going to call you out, bro. It is what it is. Like, this is just common sense. You got to understand that stuff. Do your research. Yeah. Don't just follow the media, bro. I've been yelling this thing for hell long. The media is a very powerful entity, and it has never worked in the favor of black people. So if you want to know the truth about black people, don't follow the media. Do your own research. Go out there and read. And learn about who Cesare Borgia is. Yeah, Cesare Borgia. Because that is not Jesus. Jesus was dark-skinned, most likely black. 
descendant of Africans, descendant from Africa. You're not going to tell me he was a European white with uh, long, uh, silky hair, bro. Stop it. I'm going to validate that. I don't know exactly if Africa is the place. I mean, descendant of Africa, of course, because we're all descendant from Africa, right? Bro, they came from Egypt. His descendants oh, yeah, came yeah, from that's Egypt. True, that's true, that's what are you... Like, read the Bible. Even the Bibles, just going, just by going, but that's what I said. Just by going by it's historical facts. facts. It's it's facts. Just going by historical facts, but going by the Bible only. Jesus was not white, bro. Nowhere in the Bible did those people come from Europe. His people came from ours, bro. Our skin, that that skin people. So you oh, better man. accept you gotta, that. You gotta see those. Be- are- I guess the founder that also Beethoven was black. You gotta see those memes, bro. I'm crying. Hell, <laughs> Beethoven was black, <laughs> bro. <laughs> oh, I was dying, bro. Oh, damn it. But yeah, bro, give us our time back. We want to reclaim our time. <laughs> bro, people... <laughs> is that John Legend in, in Beethoven? These guys are Beethoven. Oh, my God. Check out those Beethoven memes, man. Hey, man, let's talk about black unity. Black unity, which is the most important thing. I feel, right? like, I feel like, honestly, we got to dedicate a segment to you, man, because you'd be going on those... those 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 woke rants is like right there. That's the clip. That's the clip that we need to push, man. Bro, black unity. I Probably do see a lot most... of division between you know what we're trying to accomplish, you know, as a movement. You know, like hey, I must say this: different cause, LGBTQ. The only reason why today, four hundred years later, we still fighting for equality is because we have not mm. been united behind the movement long enough. We were only united when we were desperate. And then after that, it was, you know, it's so easy to disband the black group, to disband the black power. What, the is, black that? what is that, do you think? Because whether it's in Africa, it worked, you know, you, you work the frontier a little bit, you work things out. It's, you been, it's, been, it's been rooted It shouldn't be together, together. And, you know, you know it's going to ensure years and years of civil war that's going to keep them behind. And even here, you put a little bit of crack there and here in these communities and you know, okay, why is it so easy? You know, it's like... It's been rooted in us, bro. It's been rooted in us because throughout that's history... Bleak. That's bleak. No, throughout history, it's been portrayed to us that we should not trust each other. When you go through slavery, for example, they tell our people, my brothers that live here, that my people, Africans, sold them to slavery. That's what they tell I them. That's, the, that narrative. that's what the broad story I'm glad you brought it up because we're going to dispel this real quick. Right? That's what the broad story is. A lot of people have been is. saying that, that, you know, oh, well, and we it's called our brothers African to the yeah. white man. And it's like, that's not what happened. It is definitely not what you happened. You want to break it down? So I can break it down the best that I know, right? Yeah, basically there's a power dynamic, right? Yeah. When somebody comes and they have more technology, you almost see them as, Martian, like they have guns, they have exactly it's like when mirror. you watch any Martian movie, you never see a mirror Martians in your life. You. So when those people approach you, it's almost like if you don't, we're we're gonna help these people take half of your people and they're gonna go work, they're gonna be workers. But yes, it's not, it's not a fair negotiation. A, a they lie to you, B, it's not a fair negotiation because you see what those gunpowders do, you see that they have horses, you see that they have more stuff than you, and if you say no, they might as well take those people. 
Plus, yeah. they give you resource for it that you think is useful. Like they take your your agriculture and your product, your raw material, and they give you like mirrors or gunpowder. Right. And we had been fooled, basically. We were fooled like into class, thinking. Like, so first of all, the people that were sold to slavery were mostly like captives of war. And then sometimes, like I said, I'm going to just say that and let you go. And then sometimes, like I said, it was mostly violent. It was like, we come here, we're going to take these people out worker. This is what we give you for your trouble. You can say yes. If you say no, you know, we're basically... You know what it is. Yeah. yeah, you know what it is. So, yeah, like I said, before they even got to that point, it was war, right? They went to war. We fought them. We beat them yeah, a couple man, they times. Yeah, man, your head like we're better than you. Yeah, like, we beat them a couple times. We're going to teach you religion. We're going to show you how to be civilized. Exactly. We beat them. Then they left and came back with missionaries. And missionaries came back and said they weren't there to fight. They were there for peace. They were there to teach us religion, teach us this it and those missionaries. More, it, it was a different type of slavery. It was mental. Yeah, and those those missionaries brought us what? Alcohol, they brought us whiskey, they brought us guns, they yeah, brought man, us we're mirrors. Going today. Right? And... Uh, yeah, and they made us think that the people we were giving them were going to work, labor, not slavery, right? We, we, I don't think any of our ancestors would have sold anybody that looked like them, even if they were slaves of war, like captives of war, to the white men, if they knew what they, they were going to do. They knew what it would ensue, like, you know. Right, even today, it's still, happen- it's still happening today, where people go to Africa and lie to those... It's like uh, basically you right now blaming a baby. It's like you gave your iPhone to a baby. Bro, it's not, it's not, it's not like just someone that. Someone comes and steals the iPhone from a baby and, and you get mad and you're like, what did you give? What did you let him take the iPhone? It's like, bro, this is a baby. Like, this is not an even fair confrontation. Like, somebody fooled your baby and took the iPhone. You know what I mean? Even if, if you say baby, like, you know, it's even too far. Like, child trafficking nowadays, even that's how it happens. People go to Africa and then they tell those parents, like, hey, I'm going to take your kid. I'm going to send him to Europe. He's going to go work. He's gonna go work there. He's gonna make money, and we're gonna send. He's gonna send you back the money. Even in the US, life. there's guys that and do that to girls. There's guys that those, do that to girls. They break those girls down. Those kids are keep... taken and sent to like places like Dubai, different places where they end up in like you know child trafficking, child pornography, slavery stuff like that, child prostitution. So, you, so, so you're gonna say that you're gonna blame the parents? Exactly. So that's what that's what it was. Yeah, it's, it's just it was just a method of division. So from then. It was instilled in us that we cannot trust each other. And it's, it continued throughout history. And like, that's why you see all the division. Throughout <laughs> history, bro. Like, even, 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 during, even during slavery, when uh, they started making the house naked, for example, where they put a, a black man against another black man by taking him and putting him in a, in a house, treating him better, just so the other guys, will, you know, will be against you, will stand against you. You know, it, it, that is just a form of, like, mental slavery. Like, they rooted in us that we could not trust each other. Like, that other guy didn't ask for that. Probably, let's say, one of the slaves, one of the women were raped by the white master. Then she has a kid who's, like, light-skinned, who's mixed, which is a problem we still have today, right? The kid mm-hmm. is mixed. That wasn't his choice. But now the master is treating that kid a little better. He still considers him a slave. Don't get me wrong. That's where people <laughs> get it wrong. He's still a fucking slave. Yeah. But now, just to fuck with everybody's head, he's going to use that slave and put him in the house, give him better clothes, allow him to take a shower more often because mm. he's going to the master. And now the and other Now slaves, you resent the fairer. Yep. Now the other slaves are going to resent that oh, kid. Like, They're going to resent the parents. They're yeah, going to resent those kids. people. They're going to like you guys getting better treatment. Kids is better than the black. Yeah, you guys getting better treatment than us. 
that kind of like so throughout history the white man has made us think that we could not trust yeah, each other that's crazy how they do that though that's crazy how they just broke it down it's like yeah so, so when 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 the girl would cheat and have a sex with one of the slaves and the light-skinned kid the light-skinned kid goes in the house and that tells you already like okay if if the whiter you are the better and that's why you know exactly go the whiter the better that's how you see people in africa girl bleaching the screen this 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 yep like yep. front of dark skin like That's where it all stems from, it's right? That's why that's that's why Sean King is also right because the it's covers the girls in the videos make, always being, you know, making light. us think that you know the lighter the whiter the better. So that's 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 where it all stems from. Like all that put together, like they were already making making us think that we could not trust each other, that we could not stay together. That's how they disbanded, bro. Fred Hampton. I said this story before. Fred Hampton, which was a very prominent young man leader of the black panther known for his power to bring yes, people together right that was what he was known for his power of speech and bringing people together he was mm-hmm. about to assemble different groups i forgot like three different groups with the with the black panther and make it one of the biggest you know movements on in america mm-hmm. and they assassinated him what did they use who did they use to assassinate him a black man they used the black man as an mm. fbi confidant and put him in the in the black painters had him infiltrate the black painters worked through the ranks until Divisé he became divisé pour mieux régner yep until he became fred hampton's right hand to the point where fred hampton trusted him enough to make them food dinner and stuff like that and this man in in, in accordance with the fbi right organized a dinner where he he put uh, a sleeper agent in Fred Hampton's food put him nasty feeling sleep and all that stuff and called you know called let the FBI know that he was ready and the FBI together with the Chicago police ran into that house fired over 99 bullets <laughs> killing all the black members of the house also shooting Fred Hampton in his sleep the drug people heard them say oh this yeah, is Fred Hampton is still alive they dragged him out and shot him in the house in the head they used a black man to betray him no. uh i thought about the tuskegee experiment where they infected black men with syphilis infected they're them with syphilis protesting in 2020 they're still protesting the covid vaccine you know in africa yeah so the tuskegee experiment was an experiment that was condoned you know by the public health and they decided to test uh they decided to infect black men with syphilis and not treat them just to see how it ends like you see how cool the thing is we going to infect you with syphilis knowing that it can cause blindness death and you can have kids that will get it too i have never just, understood all right let's get into conspiracy i never understood why sickle cell is a disease that only black people get i just never got that i will explain that later as a, as a person that has sickle cell So, yeah, we're having to do a whole episode on that. Yeah, because it's a disease that you know black people have, and it's still not very well That's known amazing. about. So that that would be a very you know a very deep episode for me. But yeah, like I was saying, the Tuskegee experiment. We can have for that. The, the, the Tuskegee experiment was made able because it was led by a black nurse. I mean, there was doctors, but a black nurse was the 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 the, the how you call it the porter parole between 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 the between the doctors and the black men that were getting informed yeah, yeah. she she was the middle man 
right? She was a middleman be- be- between them. And they used, the, like, throughout history, they've Vicious. used us against us. And that has, that has formed some type of deep, you know, trauma, trauma. something deep yeah. inside us. And, yeah. And distrust. That makes us, that makes us, like, you know, the moment somebody, we have a movement and somebody thinks a little different, we already threatened, like, okay, is this guy, you know, is he trust, trustworthy? Yeah. That's why we betray us? Although the, we, can, we can think the extremists, we need people like No Name. We need people like Brother Polite. We need people like Malcolm X. We need people like Huey P. Newton. And we need people, and we also need people like J. Cole. We also need people like Chance. We also need people like Kendrick Lamar. We also like we need everybody. We need people like Don Lemon, CNN reporter. We need Jay Z. We need everybody. We need black athletes. We need LeBron James. We need all those guys, right? We need everybody. We need black unity. So this is what we have a movement. We're still fighting for equality. Because we are not united. It doesn't matter how we want equality. We want equality for black people. We want racism to stop. We want, we the, we want to have Owen? the same Ooh. opportunities. Ooh. Do we need Candace Owen? I want do to we hear, what? I want to hear it from Elam's mouth. <laughs> you said, do we what? Do we need people like Candace Owen? Candace Owen is just like the example I just gave. She's, uh, she's like the master's puppet. She's that, and her, I believe it's even deeper because she's the type of black, because she's educated. She's not, she's not fooled. She just hates her own skin. Mm. She doesn't think that black is right. Like she believes that the, the white person is above us. So she's trying to be like them. Uh. You feel me? She hates herself. She hates her skin. When can you ever think that? trying to be like somebody else, like another race that does not look like you, is what is doing the right thing. She is very somebody, eloquent, and those have certain points that are very articulate. But you're right. Deep down, we don't care about that. You just, who taught you how to eat your own skin, like Brother Malcolm said? Yeah. Like, who taught you? How can you even go against your own people? That's what we talk when we talk about black unity. Like, wake the fuck up. You feel me? Up. Wake up. We want the same thing. We all look the same. We all want the same thing. It doesn't matter Whether you're African you or you've never been to Africa or you're black. Like, we're still the same people, man. I will say this again. United. There's no black man anywhere on this planet that is free. There's no country on the planet where the black man is well, bro. Nah, not even in Africa. In Africa. Nah, not even on our nah, nah. I ain't gonna let you say that in Africa we good, bro. We free. We free. We're not good in Africa, free. bro. Stop being blind. We free still using somebody else's currency. It's we changing. free still huh? It's it's gonna change. It's changing right now. It's changing. But I get what you're saying. How long yeah, you're has right. it been? Neo neocolonialism is real. I get it. I get it. Being Independent for being independent since 1960. Most African countries have been independent since 1960. We still pay billions in tax to France every year. For what reason? Tell me why. Why are while they still come to our countries and take our businesses, steal our land, take our gold, our our oil? Visas to even come here. They don't even need to apply for visas to come to our country. They come there, they do whatever they want. They party, they kill people, they rape our women. They Whoa, not all of them, not all of them. But not all of them, but yes, this is something that happened. The, like, I'm trying, bro, you need to stop being scared of calling out what, what's happening. Those things are happening. 
Like I mean, we see tourism, for now, tourism happens everywhere, right? Just because someone goes to a country that we in another country right now doesn't I'm mean not we talking about the tourists. I'm not talking about the tourists. I'm not talking about the tourists. I'm talking about corporations. People just go there to live and have a good life. Bro, stop it. I'm talking about corporations that come there and steal our businesses. People that, like the French government that throws corruption on our government, that forces different dictators on us and make us look like we're the ones that want the dictators. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Like the the, the white fucking privilege in Africa. Like it's everywhere. I'm trying to open everybody's mind what is happening all over the world so we stop being divided Wait so we don't think that up. we sold our brothers to slavery and we well off we did not sell anybody to slavery and we still slaves ourselves on our own land we are and the 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 the, the, the earlier we accept that the better we, the faster we're going to start moving towards freedom bam let me ask you this now um the nba we seen a lot of players um refusing to play or opting out, you know, like such and such opting out, such and such opting out. It looks like the carry movement is getting some steam. And we're also seeing that they're getting new COVID cases. They're getting hit with, I think, 16 players as of now. I've tested positive. Um, what are your thoughts about that on the season in general? Do you think at this point it's even worth starting or do you think it's a distraction? Because I do you think the U.S. thinks so, the sports are more serious than they actually are. So just to be like a little accurate, um, the carry movement actually kind of lost track because he didn't. The idea was good, but he didn't have any concrete plan after. Like he, you know, he didn't have a list of demands or yeah, whatever. Like, what are you trying to do? Wanted. So I mean, I think he had some demands. To be fair, I think I, I don't. I think I, I just haven't read it, but it was very. I, re- I actually read it. Like it very people, no, it people very listened to him, and the idea was nice. The spirit behind the movement was good, but then there was no goal to the like, no concrete goal to the movement. Like when people ask, like, okay, so what what do we want from this? Like, if we sit out, then what? What we sit out till when? What are we sitting out for? What 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 is gonna make us go back? Right. So there was no concrete goal for that. But as for the league resuming and everything, this is when it brings my brings me back again to black unity. Mm. Speak on it. So the league's been out for a few months, bro. The league's been out for a few months, and yeah, of course, as a as a avid basketball basketball player, I would love for it to resume. I can, you know, I, it felt like you know, my I lost like part of my life now watching basketball anymore. Yes, but here's the reality: I'm still alive. I found other ways to cope with, you know, not having basketball. Mm-hmm. Here's another reality. Most of the basketball players in the league are black, right? Mm. Here's another reality. The best basketball player in the league is black. Mm. The leader, you can say, of the players in the league is black. Mm. So if we cannot sacrifice a season that is almost already done, Right, focus for a movement to, a, to focus on the majority movement that has been going. We've been fighting on for for four hundred years. Something that we've been fighting on for for so long. If we cannot sacrifice, and most importantly, that season, impacts the majority of the league. Yeah, that impacts you. If we cannot sacrifice one season that has already been cut short by the corona, like 
we we're okay not to play when the corona forces us not to play right when the viruses forces us not to play but when it comes to fighting for our own lives like feeding out and making a list of demands as athletes as leaders of a league as athletes that Amen. make money to white owners if we cannot sacrifice one season or like just sit out as a group that's what i'm talking about when i'm talking about black unity because we real, cannot unite behind the movement the paycheck it's telling you yeah yeah it's good you, time you got to play <laughs> you 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 a millionaire like i'm surprised like i said before that lebron didn't lead this the movement real, the, the, the lebron being one of the richest players you, you got to play buddy LeBron be one of the richest players. I'm surprised he didn't leave this movement. Like, say, there's workers at the arena. Nah, it's that's not it, bro. No, that's I'm just, I'm just, I know, I'm just, I'm using my voice, like. Yeah, like I, 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 at this point, I, I, like at this point, I'm surprised Le, LeBron was not the one that led this movement because he's the one that everybody listens yeah. to, looks up to. He has enough money not to care about how much he gets. Maybe LeBron is in the J Cole position. I don't want to huh? be that guy. Maybe LeBron is in the Jayco position. I don't want to be that guy. But he has been in that position. He has wanted to take that position. He spoke maybe, up before. Maybe not anymore. Want, why not anymore? So you only take the position oh, so when it's suits you best. Then say the same thing to Jayco then, because Jayco you black every day. You black every day. No, that's not what Jayco is saying. That is Jekyll different. Jayco has spoken up before, so now you just. That's not what definitely what Jayco is saying. When you try to tell. No. Nope. Definitely not what Jekyll is saying. Jekyll actually has marched. Jekyll has always spoken when he was uncomfortable to speak. What he's actually said was that he doesn't even know enough to begin leading a movement. LeBron has considered himself a leader. He started a school of leaders. He's always been a leader. The man calls himself king, for God's sake. <laughs> what are you telling me? Taco Tuesday. LeBron has stood up before, wore a Ken Brief shirt. Like, Jacob has been doing this, and Jacob's message was, yeah, I've been doing my um, part, and I still feel like I don't do enough. But yet, I have to educate myself to do more. Yet, you, and he was calling out this girl, saying that if you, your tone doesn't, you know, doesn't really resonate with me, because it's, it's kind of like, you know, insulting. Yeah. That was his message. Don't get the message wrong. What I'm asking of LeBron is, why can't you sacrifice? What... Do you know what LeBron can gain right now out of this season resuming? A ring. He's the one that stands the most to gain. Yeah. A ring. He has the best team right now. That's why you all let the it teams, go. But all that's, the why, that's what you love Kobe for. That's what you love Jordan for. The competitiveness. No, the, that's not what we love them what? for. We didn't, I didn't love Kobe for the... Comp- Kobe was a... a, a st- Bro, it's not like... This is not even the Same. same thing. We're talking about a game and racism, bro. Yeah, yeah. We not Kobe and Jordan were just in the game. We're talking about a game versus racism. Like, and as a leader, as somebody that calls yourself king, a leader of the league, like I can literally see you putting getting a ring before a movement. Yeah. If anything, someone like Kyrie should be the one that would be like Kyrie Irving should be the one that's like, oh yeah, I want to play because I see I have like a lot to prove and stuff like that. You, LeBron, you've had your rings, you, you've had your titles, you, you, you are, like, considerably the best player in history. You see playing, you're the king, and just because you want to win a, a, a ring for the Lakers, you want to resume a season. Knowing them well, there's a movement that's going, and once that movement, like, you guys don't understand, once basketball starts, it's going to be on TV. Yeah, there's going to be less time for that's black. Their job. That's their job, too, right? That's a big part of their identity. 
maybe not, a lot of people are not watching for LeBron unless he's on the camera or, you know, taking that ring or the playoff. Maybe he can make a big statement, but captivating the world's attention on the You're always watching night. LeBron. Taking a nope. playoff night. We're talking about black unity. We're not talking about individual actions. You can do mm. that afterwards. I'm talking about black unity. I'm talking about standing behind people that look like you when they want to take a movement of sitting out. You feel me? It's as if Martin Luther King decides to go walk on a bridge and uh, somebody else that's like a little... Uh, oh, no. It's as if somebody else, like under Martin Luther King, decides to go walk on a bridge. And Martin Luther King is like, no, I have a mask to give to, uh, you know, first and I'm not going to go. Like, that, might be, that example might be a little irrelevant. But what I'm trying to say is that LeBron has a huge res responsibility. Like, we've, you know... It comes with the name, it comes with the lifestyle, it comes with everything you do. Territory, man. Yeah, you're a leader. You're the best at your craft, and you're black. Unfortunately, you're black. Fortunately, you're black. You are a blessing. Want it or not, it's your duty. You have that platform. And when somebody else starts a movement like that, you should be the one, the first one to encourage him, empower that movement. You should be the one that leads that movement of black people sitting out, demanding change. The, bro, they could have, the, LeBron could have just said like, okay, we won't play until you guys put a black person on the board of the NBA or like a black person as an owner. We want a black, uh, I mean, Michael Jordan is the owner, but we want more yeah, black owners. Yeah. We want more black owners. We want like something like that, like something that shows that something is being done for black people, right? Stuff like that, you can see like, how can you, you need the bro? And it's when we divided that they look at us like clowns. Like, look, they can't even unite and demand for like a simple stuff. They can't even unite behind a, a, a simple equality movement. How, why would we even give it to them? They're out there trashing each other while fighting for a movement. They're out there uh, criticizing each other while they're fighting for the same movement because somebody didn't say the way the other wanted them to say. Yeah, and if you if you wanna you know start this the 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 this the season, there's really only one way to do it. Easy. Go arrest the killer of Brianna Taylor. Exactly. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. That is the only way we can start this season. Oh. It's been it's been hundred plus days arrest those cop killers easy film <laughs> just just yeah just go there this, this is start just, and you have another name some crazy stuff happening like it's kind of off script but elijah mclean yeah let's talk about that elijah mclean kind of hit home because uh his story just popped up on my feed and i decided as always decided to do some more research about it and find out about his story. So I saw a couple of videos of him that his family has posted. And this kid just reminded me of, of me, basically. You feel me? Like an introvert, what? a weird kid. A weird kid, introvert that kept to himself, you know, always listening to music, had my earphones in, walking in the street, jumping, mm. just like you too. You feel me? Yeah. Jumping, being black in the street. You know, jumping to my music, to my Kanye West music or to my Kendrick Lamar music, just being quiet, being a weirdo sometimes, you know. Yeah. And I guess, I don't know what happened, police apprehended him, and uh, they, as per usual, 
young men that was not violent at all, anything like that. The police found a way to escalate that to mm-hmm. the point where they had they, they had him in custody and she felt the need to tranquilize him with ketamine. They felt ketamine? ketamine is a tranquilizer that is a heavy dose tranquilizer that uh, some people use as a drug for some reason. Some kids nowadays use it as a recreation drug, which you should not because it's very dangerous. Yeah. And yes, Elijah might have had, you know, hey, that's underlying the conditions. Like elephants and, 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 and large animals like tigers and stuff like that. Yes, like a large dose of it could be used to tranquilize like bigger animals and stuff like that. So it's, it's a very powerful tranquilizer, just... You say like it's not something you want to miss, mess with, and the 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 the, the yeah the, the showing for tranquilizer and he ended up dying. So it happened in August 2019, and the officers have never been charged or arrested. This is why that story is so is so sad. This kid was not violent; he didn't do anything. He was a young man who was just you know to himself. Uh, also, this is why it hurt a lot. I watched a video today where there was cops that were called on a... Was it like a jaguar? Or like it was like a wild animal that escaped from the zoo, right? And mm-hmm. the cops were called on the, on the animal. And uh, they were having like some trouble getting the animal under control. And somebody was telling them like, oh, you should shoot them with, like, shoot him for tranquilizer. Like, you know, what they usually do. Yeah. So, so what? Sure. And the cop was like, nah, like, he might kill him. <laughs> Are you serious right now? Yeah. So the cop the was animals. like, like, yeah, he was like, he might kill him. And they finally found a way to like put a net around him and, you know, peacefully grab the animal and, you know, not kill him. When it comes to a black person, they can't do that. Like, they, they don't think twice. They, that's what we're talking about. These people have, the police has more respect for animals than they do for us. Whoa. They look at a black person. They look at a black man as, you know... They had the camera see you watch. Yeah, there's a camera footage that, that was released of, of uh, his... Uh, I call it murder. Oh, stop tensing up. The guy was just walking. You grab him. Yeah, you him. see this? It's crazy. And you tell him, stop tensing up. Yeah, I've been pulled over before I, I, because I've never been pulled over and I'm always in, you know, I'm never like in trouble. So it was my first yeah, time. Yeah, you're going to be nervous. And even the guy you're was gonna like, be nervous. he even yeah. asked me, he was like, why are you nervous? I was like, I'm sorry, I've just never been pulled over before. Even I've me, never, bro. I've never been even in trouble. Me. So I was just shaking almost. Bro, I sound like the realest nigga you know, but I've been pulled over and I was like, my voice got shaky. I didn't even know why, especially last time when I knew that I could be like in hell of trouble, my voice got really shaky. And... You know, it it just happens. And the police sees that as a threat for some reason when you're black. But when you another like white, they, they, they're not threatened. They, they, oh, they will tell you, relax. Like, you know, everything is going to be cool. But once you, like, I don't know what we've done to these people, bro. I don't know. Uh... And the governor, I mean, not the governor, the district attorney of, I guess, Aurora, because it was Aurora police in uh, Colorado. The district attorney got on CNN today and started the reason why he didn't charge the officers, saying what that no possibly, harm was done. What, what, what was he said possibly. no harm. He said no harm was done to the kid. 
This man said no harm to, was done to the kid. The kid is dead. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm sorry for, for laughing so much, but some of those, some of those you feel statements, me? like no the harm kid was done is to the kid. Dead, and this man said no harm was done to this kid. Are you, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, bro? Are you kidding me? We need to defund the police. We need to get all those people that do not have our interests at heart out of there. We need to get those racist, unconscious racist people out of power. We need to stop the police from killing us for no reason. And we need to hold them accountable when they do. Like, what is going on, bro? It's common sense. We're tired. Yeah, we I don't understand. You see this kind of stuff, those videos, and you expect people not to riot? You expect people to sit home? And, oh, oh, before I forget, we have a president who deployed the National Guard <laughs> to go protect <laughs> the statues. Uh, uh, to go protect the statues of the racist, white supremacist people that we have. He deployed the National Guard to go. If that doesn't tell you what kind of person we have in power and what this country is looking like to the world, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. If that doesn't tell you that you need to go in November and vote this supremacist, this white power person out of power, I don't know what to tell you. Hey, man. I, I mean, we're running short on time, but, you know, I'm going to let you... I'm gonna let you close it up. I'm gonna let you. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna let you go. What else? What else? What else you seen? What else you want to talk about? Man, uh, I mean, to me, the most important thing is the black unity, bro. We need to stop letting derailing each other from fighting. We're fighting the same thing, right? We need to stay united. Black love. People like to throw that thing around, black love, but don't really get it. You feel mm. me? You gotta support. We gotta support each other. We gotta yeah, empower each other. Each other. We got to stand behind each other. Don't let your own people get derailed. Do your own research. Don't let your own people get defamed. Don't let people, you know, media, especially don't let media tear down your people. Stay united. We convey the same message. If you're not conveying it for attention, if you're not looking for your own attention or your own gain, then it won't matter to you how somebody else is conveying and please be kind. We've been through so much. Be kind yeah, to be others. Kind and respectful to each other. When you're trying to wake people up, right? I'm, I'll be first. I'll admit it. I'm very, 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 you know, uh, blatant with my words. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very blatant. I say that like it is. But, but like Jake will say, you can't, you can't be too rough on the people you're trying to reach. On the yeah, at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm also understanding. You got, you got to know. So you gotta if, you're trying to wake, if you're trying to wake people up, you have to work with them. You can't call people idiots. Call insult, you can't insult people to try to get them to react, to follow you. That's not how it works. Be kind. It is not easy. If it were easy, everybody would do it. If you don't have patience, it's not for you. 
you can't be a leader. If it were easy, everybody would, you know, everybody would do it. It's because it's not easy. So when you choose to be a spoken person, somebody that speaks out, that people follow, know how to be kind, know how not to be, you know, we try to build the movement. We try to build the movement. We try to get people to follow us. We try to wake people up. And also the cancel culture. Like, I can't, okay, thank you so much. Yeah, man. I was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can, I, that's, what, that's a good point because I'm like, when you get to the point you cancel Jesus, I feel like you're losing track of what's important. Nah, we're not canceling Jesus, bro. Like, don't, don't that's not the point. We're canceling the fake image oh, yeah, 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 of yeah, Jesus. Yeah, that's, that's what they're doing. Agree on that. Like, don't get it wrong. That's that. the, the media is telling you that we canceling Jesus. We're yeah. not canceling Jesus. We canceling the fake image of Jesus. Now, this is what I wanted to say. People, I just saw online, I went on the internet, and the guy that played Cleveland from the Cleveland show or Cleveland on Family Guy, uh, I don't know if you knew that, but he was portrayed. It was a white guy that used to play him, a white man that used to play him. Seriously? I knew, th- yeah, I've known that for the longest time because I'm a huge fan of the show and I've so done my research. pretty good because I always thought he was black. Yeah, and uh, he just and quit. I love and he just quit today. Oh wow! You know, following, uh, following another lady also who quit uh, the Big Mouth cartoon, saying that uh, the, her character, which was a black character, should be played by a, a black person. And that was the same thing that the guy said. He said uh, his character, which is a black character that has been playing for twenty years, should be played by a black character. And oh, wow. I go in the comments and I see people going against that, like, "Oh, it took you twenty years." Uh, if you've had it for 20 years, might as well keep it. How? I, I don't get it. We need <laughs> like, what do you want? That, bro. Like, what do you want? We need to stop that. We're trying to educate people to see things our way. And when they start seeing it our way, we get mad. Yeah. We can't even accept. That's when, we can't even accept when people are doing the right thing. Some people are trying to tell me, oh, yeah, it's just people a People want to be angry so bad. People were telling me it's just a cartoon. It's not a big deal. What do you mean? This has been something that's been going on for so long in history. Why the black man has never been had representation. And when they did, it was the characters were played by a white person. Yeah, so they're doing the right thing and you're blaming them. Yeah. And they're doing the right thing and you're still complaining. We need to stop complaining when we get what we want. We need to be patient with people. Like, I can't believe people get, like, what is wrong with you? We're fighting for something. We're fighting for equality. We're fighting for representation. We're fighting to be in the places where everybody is. And when you get it, you complain. We need to stop that. We need to yeah. stop the cancel culture. People to, are going to learn. They're going to make mistakes before they learn. Everybody makes mistakes before they learn. You feel me? As long as the person is willing to learn, that's the most important part. You're not going to tell me, oh, it took you 10 years to see racism, so uh, might, as well not be, uh, might as well not change now. What, what does that even mean? Yeah. If I could, though, maybe bring some perspective to, I think, you know, by kind of being close, I've been close to a lot of African-American people, I realize as much as you and I have a lot of, we know where we come from. We come from a place where there's other black people, where we were, we were the minority. It's hard for it people here sometimes anger is almost the only history or the only things that bind them together. The only thing they can remember is like... But that is not true though. Love is what binds us together. Anger is what they want us to think. 
But, but that's all they know if you think about it, right? Oh, the, the, as far as the history goes, is being dropped here from a slave ship and then Jim Crow laws and then all of that. So it's kind of hard to untie that, 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 that behavior. A lot of times it's like the pain that kind of binds you guys together. It's not saying, you know, it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's just saying like... It is, it is I, a pain, but I, I feel like in this, in this case, it's kind of like irrelevant. Because you're asking, you asking for change and you're getting it and you're complaining. Like change takes time. People are going to make mistakes while trying to change. You can't cancel everybody while trying to get... Like you want people to see your side and you see canceling people that are trying to see your side. Like I don't get it. Yeah. I don't yeah. get it. Like, we can't keep canceling people because they didn't get it the way we wanted them to get it the first time. Yeah. It takes understanding to unity. get to where we want to yeah. be. Unity. That's, that's back, to the, back to the theme, man. I love how it ties it back together. It takes unity. It takes understanding. Yeah. It takes, it takes patience. We got to work. Like, don't get me wrong. I have no patience for a racist person or like an ignorant person. An ignorant supremacist, white privileged person. I have no patience. You kind of have no to patience. because that's the one who needs the help the most. Like think. I said, I will help the ones that, that's the ones that want to be helped and the one that needs to be canceled for them to wake up. Yeah. You got to be able to, you know, there's people that just get stink. They get stung when they see like Black Lives Matter, it stinks them. Those people are the ones that you need to cancel. Those people are the ones you need to go hard on. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the people that's that are trying to come on our side. Yeah. So, yeah, let's unity. Let's stand behind each other. Let's mm-hmm. empower each other. Mm-hmm. Let our movement get tracked. And when mm-hmm. we get what we want, let's wow. not complain. Let's seek. Like, what we want is unity for everybody. For mm-hmm. everybody, we don't want to switch the balances where we become the, the, the you know the the supremacists or whatever. Like we don't want to. Black people need to love each other. We need to support each other. That's number one. Lead we with need love, rather than one love always. That's my number one message. We need to love each other. We need to support each other. We need to see from eye to eye. Like we need to be patient with each other. The world has not been kind to us. History has not been kind to us. We need to be kind to ourselves. Yep. Uh, you got any music pick before we head out? Man, uh, go for it. I'll give you mine right now. Um, I don't know if I... Did I already say Lockdown last week by Anderson Pack? No. Oh, well. Lockdown by Anderson Pack. Great song. Um, it really encapsulates the moment right now. It talks about the police brutality. It talks about COVID. And it's a groovy beat. LAB. Check it out. All right. Uh, my pick will be Slave mm. by Lucky Dubey. Lucky Dubey. Go check yeah. it out. Lucky Dubey was a South African Rastafari legend, if you believe Rastafari. that was. That was taken away from us too soon. But yeah. Mm, rest in Slave by Lucky Dubey. All right, check it out. Episode five is a riot. Um, live in the flesh. Um, man, thank you, Elam, for commuting to this, man. I know you have a pretty busy life and uh, it's been... He said pretty busy. It's, it's been Just... pretty great, you know, having these, these conversations, honestly. It, right. It's therapeutic. If anything can come out of it, then, you know, that's, that's what we... That's all we can hope for. Yeah. So, yeah, I literally Thanks had to, to everybody who's been listening to. We see the numbers. We appreciate you know each and every one of you, even if it's not a lot. We really 
um, do appreciate you. Of, know, of course, definitely. Friends, every single one. That taking mom, sister, my sister, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate all the child. Shout bro. out. Shout out. So comments, feedbacks, we want all that, right? Oh, we can only great. get better. Yep. We can only get better if we know what, what we're doing wrong. 